When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. On the Wolfpack Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light, brought to you by Coca-Cola. When you are stocking up for game day, be sure to grab a Coke and share it with a friend. Share a Coke and go pack. And by Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar, where Wolfpack basketball and great food come together. Live from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar, this is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats. Here's your host, Tony Haynes. Thank you for joining us, and Happy New Year to all of you. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats. I'm your host, Tony Haynes, and we are recording the show from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar on this Monday. That is if you're listening tonight on the uh, Wolfpack Sports Network. NC State now getting ready for the next phase of the season, and it's the most important phase of the season, the Wolfpack Nothing but ACC competition the rest of the way, and it all begins with a road trip down to Clemson coming up on Saturday afternoon. 12 noon will be the start against the Tigers, who are 6-6 six and six overall right now, 0-2 in league play. The Wolfpack, of course, with that victory over Appalachian State yesterday, improved to 10-3 and three overall, and the Pack is 1-1 one one in conference play as it starts anew, but pretty solid uh, performance through the non-conference portion of NC State season and I guess all in all you just want to be able to feel like uh, you're ready to go when you get to this time of year and here to speak with us more about that is Wolfpack assistant coach Takeo Siddle who is filling in for coach Kevin Keats here tonight and uh, first off Takeo Siddle is the pride of Eaton North Carolina and Gardner Webb great background Raleigh's like a big city for you, right? It is. Yeah. Exactly. How you handle it? This is your third year in the big town. Have, yeah. you, have you adjusted? I have. I have. I still don't know where I'm going. I have to use my GPS everywhere I go, but we're getting used to it. Well, eventually you'll get it. I'm That's thinking. Right. You know. That's right. Hey, uh, New Year's resolutions that uh, you had at the beginning of the year, uh, have they all been fulfilled? Be- I hope so, because otherwise you only got two two days. Um, still got some time to think about a few more. Um uh, then we'll get ready to attack. You mean you're going to make up some new New Year's resolutions in the next two days to Absolutely. get covered through 2019? Absolutely. Are you really a New Year's resolutions kind of guy? Not really. I'm like everybody else. I want to work out more. I want to do this different. I want to do that different. But we'll see. Yeah, like me, because I don't make New Year's resolutions because I know I'm not going to stick to it yeah. anyway. So yeah. what's the point? 
Right. You right, gotta right. you gotta understand your weaknesses. Absolutely. Whether you're coaching or you're a broadcaster or anything like that. Well, let's talk about this team. Uh, you guys have been at it uh, for two months. Well, you've been at it longer than that. I'm talking about playing games started in early November. I guess the desire of any coach is you feel like you get into January you kind of have a pretty good idea of who you are and where you're going. How about for this team? What kind of progress have you seen over the first couple of months? Well, I think we've uh, we've taken a huge jump in our uh, defense. In, in particular, our transition defense has gotten a lot better. Uh, that was a real big weakness for us, um, you know, going from game to game. And that's a point of emphasis for us. So we've uh, gotten really good better at our transition defense, and I think our defensive rebounding has gotten better. Um, now, we need to continue to improve on our one-on-one -on -one defense and keeping the ball out of the lane, uh, so that's another point of emphasis for us, but I think we've improved in those areas. Yeah, a rebound margin coming into the game against Appalachian was dead even yesterday, and I think normally you feel like when you go through the non-conference portion of your schedule, you want to feel like you're plus three, plus four, right. plus five, but it was kind of hit or miss. How uplifting was it for the staff yesterday with the rebounding performance because it was pretty impressive yeah no we were uh we were ecstatic about that you know we got some of our guards rebounding the basketball at a high level you talk about Devin Daniels who had five offensive rebounds and 11 total Markel Johnson had 11 uh defensive rebounds and then you talk about Manny Bates who had a career high in rebounding uh at 11 well he had nine and then um DJ Funderburg rebounded at a high level so for us to, to come away and dominate the glass like we did, we were really, really uh, ecstatic about that. Especially for Manny Bates. You know, he, he's a work in progress, as we know, and he's right. done a great job with his rim protection. The guy, he, he wants to please you. He wants you to please does. you as a coach on a daily basis. You can tell he's got a great attitude. But for him to go out in this game, get nine total rebounds, five of them on the offensive glass, it was a big step up for him. Was it just a matter of going after the basketball and being more aggressive. Yeah, I think for him, it's just mentality. Um, just attacking the, attacking the offensive glass every time and not settling for blockouts, getting around blockouts. So I think he did a really good job of that. Did it help him that uh, he was paired together with DJ Funderburk a little bit more? I mean, they, they had to play at the same time more yesterday than any other time this season, obviously because of the absence of C.J. Yeah. Bryce. I think it definitely helped. Um, you know, DJ DJ brings energy to the post group, and uh, I think Manny fed, uh, fed off of that. Talking about the first two months of the season, you mentioned transition defense has improved, uh, and also the rebounding as we saw yesterday. Any any other major questions remain now as you go into the, this next part of the season? Yeah, you always want to tighten things up, like I talked about before, uh, defending the basketball, keeping the ball in front of us so we can stay out of rotation. It's huge for us. Uh, so we're harping on that a lot. I think we're getting better at it. Uh, we've got to continue to improve on it. Um, so that's that's one of our points of emphasis going into each game. You were talking about transition defense, and I think somebody, some people will think of transi transition defense as you just got to run back like your hair's on fire. Uh, there's more to it than that, obviously. Well, you and I don't have a lot of hair, cause, so we don't have to worry about our hair <laughs> right. being on fire. But it's deeper than that, though, isn't it? There's, it a, there's an execution involved and communication involved in it being is. a good transition defensive team. There is. Um, you know, we always talk about on the lift of the shot, when you see that ball going up, we need to have two guys getting back. One guy to protect the rim and then one guy at the um, half court ready to stop the basketball. And then there's a lot of verbal and nonverbal communication that needs to happen to get back so you can get to five on five, right? And then you got to get it loaded up to the basketball so we can be loaded up and ready to make them score against a set defense. That's huge for us. How would you rate this team in terms of its uh, willingness to talk on the defensive end? Um, on a scale from 1 to 10, mm -hmm. I'd probably give us a hard 5. Uh, that's a weakness for us, and we need to continue to improve on that. Um, so that's something else that we, we talk about. We talked about it last night where, you know, we got to put a zone defense in, and we're like, we, we suck at communicating right now. We have to continue to get better at that. So going into uh, practice on Tuesday, we're going, you know, uh, implement a zone defense. So communication is huge when you're playing zone. Yeah, and I, I know you hate to give it a hard five because there's so many veteran players right. on this team. Is it just a matter of being passive? Um, if they're not passive physically, you can tell that. I mean, they like to go out. Right. Most of these guys compete and they play hard. Right. I think it's just confidence in knowing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I think I think they lack that at some at sometimes throughout the game. And then fatigue, fatigue will make you um, be quiet. So we just got to keep on working on it. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. That's what they say. Didn't Lombardi say that? Yes, I think. You know, you look around the ACC and college basketball right now. There are some teams, even in our league, that are struggling to score the basketball. You know, they rely on defense. They rely on rebounding. But you have a team here with NC State. you got five guys in double figures. Of the top eight in the rotation, seven of those players are capable on any given night to go out and get double figures. Looking at NC State compared to the rest of the league and the rest of college basketball, how much of a luxury is it to have a team like this where you have so many guys who can score? Oh, we love it. That's the strength of our team. Um, like you said, we got five dudes averaging double figures and a couple right at it. Um, offensively, we're really, really powerful offensively. And, um, you know, that's the best thing we're doing right now. 81 points a game. That's pretty impressive. Uh, it's a luxury to know that on any given night that either one of those guys or a couple of those guys can get you 20-plus. So we can always hang our hat on our offense. Well, C.J. Bryce has been the most consistent scorer all year. He hasn't had many off nights when it comes to scoring the basketball. Leads the pack in scoring. Leads NC State in rebounding. He leads this team in steals. But he's not available yesterday. You know, he uh, suffers. He goes into concussion protocol, I guess, uh, coming out of the shoot-around, an inadvertent collision with a teammate. Um, how much planning was required prior to the game to figure out the substitution patterns in this game and who would come off the bench, how long they would play, and what kind of combinations you were going to have on the floor? We didn't have much time to plan. Um, we didn't have much time to plan for it, but we knew that, um, you know, we had some guys that were ready to step up. Devin Daniels mm -hmm. stepped up in his in CJ's position, and, uh, you know, he rose to the occasion. Um, got a lot of capable guys. This, guy, this team is not defined by one player. CJ is a huge part of what we do, but uh, we had a next man, next man up mentality yesterday. But your one thing you didn't have was a guard coming off the bench. Right. So uh, how does that change the strategy for Coach Keats when he's trying to decide who to substitute and, and uh, how long do you keep him on the bench? So that's why you saw the uh, lineup with DJ at the four and um, Manny Bates at the five. That's why you saw the big lineup. And then you had Jericho at the three, who's capable of playing some small forward for us. We have a lot of versatility in our lineup uh, and on our roster. So it came into play last night. So explain what happened with CJ in the, in, in the shoot around. There was a collision between him and Manny. It, it was the last uh, possession in shoot around. And, um, you know, Manny's, Manny's hand came down and hit him square in the face. And um, I think he, I think it, you know, knocked CJ silly a little bit. And then that's why he went in uh, concussion protocol. Yeah, very much of a fluky situation. Yeah. You've been with uh, CJ throughout here at NC State. And you were there at Wilmington when you were an assistant coach with Coach Keats. Um, what have you seen with the way he's progressed throughout his career. What kind of stands out uh, about him now as a basketball player? He's always been um, a relentless worker. Um, and you know this just from coming in the gym at any point. Um, you're going to see him in there working on his game. So he's always had that. Um, so when you, when you work that hard, your confidence is always at a high level. Um, the one jump I've seen him make from last year to this year is his, he's physically – uh, ready to compete on a nightly basis. Um, that's the most glaring thing to me is him playing through contact. Um, so, you know, hats off to him. Hats off to Coach Murph, who's our strength coach, who's uh, put a lot of work in with him. He's gotten a lot stronger, and he's physically ready to uh, play night in and night out in the ACC. He told me, C.J. Bryce told me about a month ago that when he came in as a freshman, all of a sudden – he realized he was not physically able to compete with college basketball players. He said it was really an eye-opening experience for him, the physical part of the game coming out of high school. But of all the players you've been around, both at uh, Wilmington now at NC State, is he as hard a worker off, uh, between games as, as you've been around? 100%. Him and, him and Devin Daniels, uh, they're obsessed with it. <laughs> They're obsessed with it. Um, they spend a lot of time in the gym on their own and with the coaches working on their game. Uh, I would say him and Devin Daniels are two of the hardest workers that I've ever coached.
in my ten year. And they came in together as transfers. They came in together. Uh, uh, yeah, Devin came from Utah, and and, and C.J. Bryce from UNC Wilmington. Did you did you get the feeling those guys have been feeding off each other a little bit, even starting when they came in with their transfer year where they had to sit out? They've definitely uh, pushed each other from from day one when they came in together sitting out um they definitely push each other every day in practice uh we like to match them up with each other in practice uh, just to kind of get the best out of each one of them they definitely feed off each other yeah we'll be waiting to see cj bryce uh, how he comes along this week fortunately nc state has six days between games and hopefully he'll be ready to go when the clemson game comes up on saturday but based on what you've seen uh most recently with jericho hellums and a little bit maybe with Braxton Beverly, who uh, tweaked his back in the in the Citadel game. Do you get concerned about guys getting out of sync a little bit when they they suffer any kind of injury? A lot of our guys are rhythm guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I do get concerned about it, you know, especially with CJ and Jericho. Uh, th- those guys are rhythm guys. So, um, you know, if we can get them back with enough time to get their rhythm and get their legs back under them, I'll feel comfortable. Um, but that's definitely a concern. NC State assistant basketball coach Takeo Siddle is with us here on Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light. The Wolfpack beat Appalachian State at PNC Arena yesterday, 72-60. to Appalachian, a very good defensive team. They got the tempo they wanted, but the pack was able to make plays down the stretch and record that 12-point victory. And we had a chance to talk to Coach Keats after the game, and we'll let you hear that interview on the other side of this break. You are listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. There's something out there for you and me And the American road is calling So what's it gonna be? Hey, it's in a Gwen and Edwards PA is a law firm dedicated to serving clients in both residential and commercial real estate. Located in Raleigh and Cary, the firm serves residents and business owners throughout Wake County and surrounding counties, representing many of the Triangle's top builders, residential and commercial real estate brokers, as well as the area's leading lenders, investors, and developers. The firm's success is based upon its dedication to the delivery of professional services by knowledgeable, friendly, and personal attorneys and staff. Call Gwen and Edwards today for all of your real estate needs. It's game time, Wolfpack fans. And nothing compares to the excitement of ACC basketball. And you can catch all the action all season long on Fox Sports South and Fox Sports Go. The ACC is loaded with talent, with the best teams all ready to take the title. And it's all on Fox Sports South, your home for ACC basketball. NC State basketball, the ACC, and Fox Sports South. That's money. Wolfpack Women's Basketball is back in action at Reynolds Coliseum for the 2019-2020 season. Single game tickets are available, so come out and support the pack for some exciting matchups throughout the season. Tickets are just $7 for adults and $5 for youth 17 and under. Visit gopack.com slash tickets or call the NC State Athletics Ticket Office at 919-865-1510 to purchase your single game tickets today. Go Pack! At NC State, our mission is timeless, to prepare our state for what's coming next. And for today's students, we're the smartest investment in North Carolina. From nanomaterials to the tallest pines, we're shaping the landscape and building prosperity, creating and training for the jobs of tomorrow, helping students unlock their potential right here at home and all over the globe. NC State, think and do the extraordinary. Join us at ncsu.edu. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
You are listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats as we talk NC State basketball until the top of the hour. As always, we record the show on Mondays right around 12 noon from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar in downtown Raleigh. Uh, terrific place uh, for us to host the show. They're a great host, and I, I have a feeling they're going to have a huge bash here on New Year's Eve coming up uh, tomorrow night, so check it out, Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar. NC State yesterday able to knock off Appalachian State 72-60. to Wolfpack improves to 10-3. and Some fairly remarkable uh, individual performances in that game. DJ Funderburk was terrific, career-high 22 points to go along with nine rebounds. We'll hear from DJ coming up a little bit later on the show. Devin Daniels was pressed into extra duty with C.J. Bryce down, and boy, did he come up big with a double-double, 18 points, 11 rebounds. And what can you say about Mark L. Johnson? In his last three games, he's got two double-doubles and a triple-double, and he went out and had 12 points and 11 rebounds in the victory over the Mountaineers yesterday. Of course, uh, this time of year for basketball teams can be a little bit disjointed. Early in December, you have exams, so you have a week between games. Then you break for Christmas. So that, there, there's that game right before Christmas and then that game right after Christmas where guys have been away. They, they were able to go home for two or three uh, days. So you get out of routines this time of year. So with that in mind, Coach Keese was fairly pleased with his team's performance after posting that victory over Appalachian State yesterday. Yeah, you know, these two games are always tough. The game right before Christmas and the game after. And I thought our guys responded. You know, we were short. Um, we didn't have any guards to come off the bench. We played guys at different positions. And I thought guys found a way. Uh, I, I liked the way that DJ and uh, Manny played together. I thought they were big. They both rebounded the ball. Uh, when you look at it, Manny had a career high in rebounding. DJ had a double-double. Before I forget about it, well, what's the latest on uh, C.J. Bryce? Yeah, well, we don't know. We, we were going through a uh, shoot-around. It was a freak accident. Um, Manny went up, and I think Manny went up to dunk, and he kind of hit him in between his nose and his mouth. And, um, you know, we're just going to make sure he's okay. Well, when you got a key guy out, others have to step up and uh, pick up some of the slack. What did you think of what uh, Devin Daniels was able to do? Today? I thought Devin did well. Um, you know, we talked about with each one of these guys, our non-conference is over now. And we talked about, we knew coming into the game, this was going to be a tough game because App State does a tremendous job of protecting the paint. And you got to make outside shots. Um, I thought our guys responded on every run that they made. And um, I was happy with Devin's play. I thought he had some great energy plays. I thought he made a great three in the corner. It was a good play for us. I thought one of the big uh, factors in the game was the way State was able to uh, rebound. State pretty much won the board. 17 offensive rebounds led to 22 second chance points. That's one. And then D.J. Funderburg comes off the bench for a career high 22 points, and he ties his career high with nine rebounds. I mean, where would you be without him today? Well, the crazy thing about it is um, Markel Johnson has a chance to talk trash to D.J. and Manny. His career high in rebounders is, is 11, and those guys is 9. So we got to talk about that. Something's wrong with that. Markel did get a career high with 11 rebounds today. Yeah, absolutely. No, D.J. was great. Um, you know, and yeah, I hadn't played him at the four because we hadn't been able to. And um, we've got to get a little bit more work at the four, especially on the defensive end. Did, did you like that uh, uh, combination, though, with, with Bates and Thunderbird being in the game at the same time? I like it because we won. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a defensive team here. They make it hard uh, to drive the ball, get the ball in the paint off the bounce. So it was, a more, it was important today to punch it in there in the low post because D.J. Thunderbird, we saw him get some touches with his back to the basket. Yeah. Yeah, it was very important that we could score inside a little bit. Um, you know, they play a pack line defense. We only had one other high major to compare them to. And when you look at it, they played Michigan. It was an eight-point game early in the season. And so that was the only team that we could compare them to. But they're good. He's done a tremendous job there, especially on the defensive end. You were looking for a high assist game coming to this. The pack had 12 assists on, on 28 baskets. But uh – Considering what you were facing out there today, will you take that? I wouldn't. I would love for it to have been a little bit more higher. I thought we, I thought we overdrove in certain situations. I thought we had an opportunity to make some kicks. Uh, when you're playing against a team that sells out to defend the paint, you got to take that one dribble, and when they help, you got to kick it. And I thought we missed some opportunities. But that being said, I'm happy. You know, we were we leading. We were without our leading scorer and our rebounder, and we found a way to win by 12. I thought we did some good things. You do have to make shots to get in a too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> How about now this time of year? Are you getting ready to roll in the ACC next Saturday with a road trip to Clemson? Yeah, because we're playing a, a short bench, we've got to take a day or two, maybe even two. We, right now we're off tomorrow, and we just got to work on ourselves, and then we'll start preparing for the ACC run. 
All right, Coach, thank you very much. Congratulations. Happy New Year. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, I think that assist total from yesterday is a little bit deceiving because NC State had 12 assists on 28 made baskets. But, uh, Takeo, can we kind of chalk that up to 5 of 25 from the three-point line? So overall, the quality of three-point shots pretty good, wasn't it? I thought so. Uh, we just didn't knock them down. Um, maybe fatigue set in a little bit on us. Uh, but I thought we had some great looks that we normally make. Yeah, interesting game. I think the tempo was the way Appalachian State would want it. And you come coming into this game, show you how good they've been not only controlling the tempo, but uh, playing defense with their pack line defense. They'd held six teams below 60 points coming in. So they're pretty solid with what they're doing. But the Wolfpack was not able to get the tempo going. Not a lot of easy baskets available. How do you think the guys handled that? I thought we responded well. Um, every game is going to be different. And we know that. Um, so you got to be able to win any type of game. And I thought last uh, yesterday we did a really good job of adjusting. And, um, you know, we made some plays, enough plays to win a game. Yeah, and State was able to win the Wisconsin game with 69 points. And I think that probably shows a level of maturity with this team. You understand, like you say, you're not always going to get the tempo you want. You're not always going to get the type of game that you want. Our veteran teams, older teams, uh, less likely to get frustrated when they get involved in a grinded-out affair like that? I think so because they have an under, uh, understanding that, um, you know, especially as you get close to league play and when you get in league play, the games are going to be in a half court. Um, there's not going to be an up-and-down game all the time. So I think when you have a veteran group that can understand that and embrace it, I think you're uh, that much better off. You know, they have a scoreboard here at Jimmy V's Osterian Bar. It's uh, a mock scoreboard from the 1983 National Championship game. Wolfpack 54, Houston Cougars 52. And you asked me about that game, about it uh, being kind of a slowdown affair. And neither team, as I recall, wanted to slow the game down. Coach V even told his team in the locker room before the game, we're not going to slow it down. Houston was five slam a jamma. They don't, they don't slow it down. But sometimes games just take on a character of their own, right? Absolutely. Like I you know, said before, um, you know, these half-court grinded out games – some teams, like last yesterday, App State, we knew they wanted to, you know, make it tough for us to score. They wanted to grind it out game. Uh, you just have to adjust to it, and you have to make the, the plays when they present themselves. Coach Kern's in his first year. What do you think about the job he's done in getting those guys to buy in and play uh, defense like they do? Because it was very much Virginia-like with their approach. I've been knowing um, Coach Kearns for a while. Um, you know, we were both assistants in the same league. Um, so for his team to buy in like that, uh, you know, his teams at Presbyterian College, they did the same thing. Uh, it's a mentality. Um, I know now with the, the kids that we have coming in today's game, uh, whatever you emphasize, uh, they're going to do it. So uh, you can tell defense is an uh, emphasis for those guys. And one of the things that stands out about their approach, again, like UVA, the way they're able to blow up the middle ball screens in particular with that hard hedge and trying to reroute a point guard like Mark L. Johnson. And yesterday we saw NC State on the last possession of the first half take the ball screen out of the equation, space the floor out. Mark L. drove the middle. He scored. He did it two or three other times later in the game. Is it Against a team like that, do you have to kind of just – Think about getting rid of the ball screens every now and then? Yeah, sometimes, you know, when you bring that extra defender um, to your guard, some guards don't like playing in crowds. Uh, so when you bring that extra defender up, it kind of messes them up a little bit. So with Markel, he's got exceptional speed and exceptional ball skills. So, uh, you know, later on in the game, we thought that just having him beat his guy one-on-one to make a play in the paint uh, was the best thing for us. How do you think he does, though, in a crowd? And yesterday, you know, they were sticking it to him. UNCG was doing the same right. thing. I remember they were sending an extra defender at him every time NC State ran out of a pick and roll. Right. I think uh, with Markel, once he gets a feel for it, you know, the first few times he'll kind of, you know, be hesitant. But once he gets a feel for how to beat it, I think he's really good at it. But it takes him a little time. But his last three games exceptional what he's done. I mean, you think about Auburn, double-double, Citadel, triple-double. Now the next game, Appalachian State, another double-double with 11 rebounds. Have you ever been around a small guard that has ever put together a stretch of games like that? I haven't. I haven't, but to his credit, he's had really good practices leading up to all of those games. Um, and that's one thing that we always talk to him about is, you know, 
however you practice is how you're going to play in the game. And he's put together some really good practices leading up into those games. Has he done a better job adjusting in-game when his shots aren't falling? Like yesterday, you know, his his jump shot wasn't going down, so he had to affect the game in other ways. He has, um, and that's a work in progress for him um, because when, you know, in the past when he doesn't make shots from the outside, he'll stop shooting and then become pass first. Um, so we're just on him about being aggressive. He's getting better at that. All right, you were a small guard when you played. All right, Gardner-Webb. Explain his rebounding prowess. It's pretty amazing to see yeah. him get double-figure rebounds in back-to-back games. It's impressive. Um, and I talk to him all the time, and I talk to him about my career high in rebound. I had uh, nine against Western Carolina my senior year. I'm like, your guy is going to get back every time. That's his responsibility. So if you just go to the weak side, they'll fall right in your hands. And he's done a really good job attacking the defense backboard. But he'll high point some of those rebounds. We talked about it with J.J. last week. Some of the most impressive plays you see Mark L. Johnson make in a game, in my mind, is when he's in there with a 6'10 guy, the ball's up above the rim, and he's the one that goes gets it. I mean, his bounce is off the charts, yeah. isn't it? He's, a, he's a, probably the most athletic point guard that I've, uh, that I've coached. Um, so that definitely comes into play sometimes for him. So your career high was nine boards. Nine. Were you upset that somehow you didn't get that tenth? I was, but we won, so I was okay with it. Because I'm sure DJ Funderburk yesterday with uh, with his nine is still looking, maybe going to call Craig Hamill and say, can you get me an extra rebound Absolutely. in there? <laughs> All right, Takeo Siddle is our guest. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with, uh, with Kevin Keats from Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. It's time for the beautiful smile you've always wanted. Gladwell Orthodontics is thrilled to be a part of NC State's pack. Trust in Gladwell Orthodontics, North Carolina's number one Invisalign provider and top five in the nation. With three locations in Raleigh and Wake Forest, our doctors and staff are not just correcting smiles, we're perfecting them. Visit gladwellorthodontics.com to schedule your new patient appointment. Tell them you're a member of the pack and receive $500 off comprehensive treatment. Gladwell Orthodontics, experience the difference. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Tony Haynes here with Brother Fountain of Fountain Financial Associates. Brother, it's prudent for all of us to develop strategies that lead to a secure financial future. How can you help us do that? Tony, people need help making important decisions about retirement income and getting the most out of their assets. We get you and your family prepared for your future. Coach Keats has a game plan and so should you. Fountain Financial is local and provides face-to-face personal interaction. Fountain Financial Associates is the largest independent firm in southeastern North Carolina. Contact them at fountainfinancial.net. Here's a real tweet from a real Chick-fil-A guest. Colin writes, Y'all, Chick-fil-A has mac and cheese now. Somebody seems pretty excited about our mac and cheese. Colin, what is it about our new aside that you like so much? The mac and cheese tastes like it's pulled fresh out of the oven as if they made it just for you for your order. You nailed it, Colin. It actually is baked right in the restaurant. Try some mac and cheese yourself at your local Chick-fil-A. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for the testimonial. Hello, I'm John Heaster for John Heaster Chevrolet. Customers tell us the best part of owning a vehicle is when you first purchase it. And the worst part is when you have to take a half a day or a day off to bring it in for service. We've solved that. We've created an app you can download on your phone. Click valet service. We'll come to your house or office, pick your vehicle up, bring it in, diagnose it, give you video confirmation for everything we do. You authorize it online and we bring it back to you. So we used to say, get off your keister and come to Heaster. But now we're getting off our keister and bringing Heaster to you. Chevrolet, find new roads. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Welcome back. We're Jimmy B's host, Korean Bar, and you are listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by 
Coors Light, I'm Tony Haynes with the Wolfpack assistant coach Takeo Siddle. Thank you for listening in tonight on the Wolfpack Sports Network. DJ Funderburk yesterday played arguably his best game in an NC State uniform. How efficient is this? 28 minutes on the floor, 22 points, and nine rebounds for the big guy. And he even threw in an assist and a block shot as well. Clearly, he was the star of the game in the Pac-72-60 to 60 victory. And afterwards, Gary Hanna and I had a chance to catch up with D.J. Funderburg about his performance. Uh, the star of the game for the Pac, no doubt. A career high in scoring. D.J. Funderburg today, 22 points. He also tied his career high with nine rebounds. Congratulations, big fella. Was there a feeling coming out on the floor today that everybody had to do a little bit more because C.J. Bryce wasn't available. Yeah, uh, following practice, uh, when we came in for shoot-around and everything, it, just, it didn't feel the same. You know, it wasn't a lot of people here. Uh, we weren't really energized when we came out for uh, the first part of shoot-around. So we just got tried to talk to each other, tell each other we needed a little bit more energy. Uh, we don't have to bring our own energy this game. And uh, I just felt like it showed, you know, like I told the guys in there, uh, Dev had a double-double, Kale had a double-double, uh, Manny almost had one, almost had one, so it just goes to show like everybody on our team can really play, so when we all come to play and lock in, like we're a dangerous team. On a day when the shots weren't falling, how important was it to get 17 offensive rebounds and 22 second chance points? Definitely a big factor because we, uh, we had to lock in on number two, I believe it was. Yeah, uh, yeah number two and number uh, zero. Like, they were really crashing the boards yeah. that we saw on film. So we had to, like, really lock in on those players and, and make sure the box out. So those second-chance points definitely gave us uh, uh, help down the stretch. All right, Mark L. Johnson now. You know him well. Back-to-back double-figure rebound games. A lot of times with the smallest guy on the floor. Mm-hmm. One of the smallest guys on the floor. You've seen him do a lot of things. Not only here at NC State, but over the course of your life. Explain how this guy goes out and gets 10 or 11 rebounds in back-to-back games. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Loose balls. We, we talked to each other uh, back in the room, and uh, he just said he was going to start hounding the boards more. You know, He gets close to 10, 10 assists a game almost every time. And then the points, they're going to follow in when he's playing hard. So that 10 boards, that can almost he can almost average a triple-double if he wants to. So. Like, that's really how good he is to me. That's amazing. Since mid-December, you've become a lot more consistent offensively. You have three straight double-figure scoring games now. This is a career high to, today with 22 points. Uh, has that kind of been building? Yeah, just building. I've been talking to Coach J.J. and Sid and uh, Robertson. They just want me to keep building off of each game, uh, keep bringing energy and practice because it's definitely uh, connecting toward the next game and, and following things like that. You are, you made 20 of your last 27 shots over the last three games. You've averaged almost seven rebounds in those three, 16 points per game. Today on a day when it was hard for the guards to drive the ball in the paint because they play that pack line, you got some post touches with your back to the basket. Are you feeling more more comfortable with that area of your game? Yeah. Uh, like last year, I, I felt like my biggest, my biggest uh, weakness was strength. Uh, I put on about 15, 20 pounds, and I just felt like, I'm a little bit more comfortable. Uh, obviously, I still need to work on my game as far as back to the basket and facing up. And uh, I still have trouble when, when teams play like big pack line defense and dig in a lot. But I'm definitely getting there. I'm just trying to progress in the gym every time. How much of a challenge was it to go against that pack line defense? These guys guard pretty well. Uh, it was definitely a challenge, but it was definitely a blessing, too. So we get to get to look at how we how we got the uh, points off of this one because when we play Virginia and other teams that play great pack line defense, we're going to have to come back to those uh, those uh, uh, tendencies that we took this game. One of the things that happens when you and Manny are on the floor together, you get to play the four, mm-hmm. and uh, that seemed to work out really well today. Well, what did you think of that dynamic with you guys on the court together because you were playing together a lot more today? Yeah, uh, when, when CJ went down, they, we got to the game, and everybody usually get bumped up when when, some, when a guy goes down. So we just had to get this win for for our brother CJ, and hopefully okay. But as far as me and Manny playing together, uh, I love it. You know, Kale love it, Dev love it. Um, it definitely gives us a lot more size, and uh, he already a great rim protector. And I try to get a block here and there, but when we when you got both of us out there, and and then you got Pat. And Kale, like we all in the passing lanes and everything, it's just great. We got good length, great defense. We can all switch. It's, it's just scary when we all locked in. This was a uh, four-point game uh, at about the eight-minute mark. Mm-hmm. 
How do you like the way that uh, State finished this game? Coach just told us to keep uh, keep staying locked in, stay focused, and uh, told Kale to control the game. And we just tried to all play our part as far as down the stretch. Uh, in practice, we do a lot of situational uh, drills, and it definitely showed. Like this whole week, we was locked in, and we tried to just make sure it, if they did make they, they run, we tried to contain them because they came back off of that Michigan game, and we watched that probably like three times to make sure we knew what we was doing when they tried to make their run. Well, yeah. one more for you. Next week, you're going to the ACC for good and you're with a road trip to Clemson. It looks like the league's wide open. This yeah. year, do you feel like the door's kind of open for NC State? Yeah, yeah, because I, I watched a couple games, and i seen on ESPN the little stats where they say, like, the number one team that lost a certain amount of time. So, definitely, it's still some great teams, Louisville, Duke, uh, teams like that. Um, but I definitely feel like the ACC is wide open. There's no dominant team. There's no dominant player. Um I feel like we right in the thick of it, and as far as as long as our team stay locked in and we stay focused on what we got to do, I feel like we're gonna be in a good spot at the end of the day. Not only great numbers today, a fantastic interview. So you covered all he the bases. Does, he does it all. Good job. Good job. Go get some rest. All right. <laughs> yeah, what a game for DJ Funderburg and uh, Takeo. I get the feeling he he's paying attention. What's going on? Not only the ACC around college basketball. Some guys don't. They just like playing. But uh, it's clear he's he's up on things and ready to roll here through the ACC. He is. He's been really, really locked in this past month. I um, told him last night um, it's a direct correlation from the way he's been practicing um, to the games. And he's, he's put together three really good games. Um, so very proud of him. He's a guy that's always asking questions and, and um, when we're doing scouting and we're watching film. So there's no surprise there. He's he's locked in. He is. Last three games, 16 points per game. He's made 20 of 27 shots. He's averaged almost seven rebounds per game. And I mentioned his efficiency, especially yesterday. Does he need more shots? I think we can get him a few more. Um, he's hungry. He's hungry to get more. So attacking <laughs> the offensive glass is uh, is huge for him. Um, so we can keep him doing that, you know, get a more a couple more like that. We are on him all the time about running in transition to get rim runs. Uh, we're on him in the half court about setting ball screens and getting off of him quick mm -hmm. so he can get lobs and layups at the rim. So um, that's a couple more opportunities for him. You probably never had a guy come up to you and say, uh, Coach Siddle, I think I'm getting too many shots. Can you never. back off a little bit? Never. That's never happened. It probably no. never will. Yeah, you know, he's not a pure post guy, and he's still – working on that part of his game and the strength as he mentioned it but as you get into ACC play against some of these teams how important it is it going to be to throw it in there every now and then and get post touches I think um, for DJ um, in particular posting him up is, is not a strength for him right. um, I think if you can get him in the short uh, the short corners where he can face up and do some things from the high post I think that's more beneficial for him but to throw it inside, I think we have bigger guards. When you talk about Devin Daniels and, and C.J. Bryce, I think if we can post those guys up a little bit more to get more penetration, um, I think I think that'll help us out a lot in league play. All right, NC State getting ready for Clemson. It'll be a road trip down to the Palmetto State, and that will be on Saturday, 12 noon. will be the start time, and we'll be on the air with our pregame coverage at 11 a.m. You are listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. Huh, I hadn't tried this before. Please don't open that cinnamon Coke right now. You'll wake up the whole house. What do you mean? Why not? No, 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 no. Now you have to drink it. Hurry. Told you. Does that happen every time? Yep, every time. And that one woke the neighbors. New Cinnamon Coke is Coke, but with more holiday inside. Try the festive new flavor while it's still in town. We can't fix that 8 a.m. class. Or your cracked phone screen. No. But at the University of North Carolina system, we have fixed tuition for all North Carolina residents. That means when you start college, your tuition will not increase for four consecutive years while you earn your degree at any UNC system university. Learn more at affordableeducation.org. Affordable college for everyone. Produced with U.S. Ed Gear Up grant funds awarded to the UNC system. P334S120003. 
The Sheridan Raleigh Hotel and Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar is once again proud to be the home of the Kevin Keats Weekly Radio Show. Whether you're planning a corporate meeting, wedding reception, or just looking for a great spot to watch the Wolfpack game, the Sheridan Raleigh and Jimmy V's go hand in hand. So come on out and try a Jimmy V's pizza or the infamous Wittenberger while Coach Keats talks Wolfpack basketball. To make a reservation or plan your next event, simply call the Sheridan Raleigh Hotel at 919-834-9900 or visit them online at SheridanRaleigh.com or JimmyV'sRaleigh.com. We all have stories to tell. Let Pandora Jewelry help you tell your story with distinctive designs that represent what you love. Discover the pieces that fuel your passions, inspire self-expression, and spark creativity. So follow your own rules and get lost in the spirit of adventure. What do you love? Shop Pandora Jewelry now and discover the stories that make you, you. Available at Reed's Jewelers and Reed's.com. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. NC State Athletics and LS Tractor are making a commitment to honoring our community's first responders this season. If you know of a local first responder who goes above and beyond and deserves to be recognized at an NC State game, submit their story at gopack.com backslash first responder to nominate them today. One local hero will be honored at various home games courtesy of LS Tractor. See the LS difference at lstractorusa.com. With NC State assistant basketball coach K.O. Siddle, I'm Tony Haynes, and we are at Jimmy V's Osterian Bar in downtown Raleigh. It is the home of Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Kevin Keats presented by Coors Light. And we're turning into the home stretch here as we talk Wolfpack basketball. We've already heard from Coach Keats and D.J. Funderburg, who had such a terrific game against Appalachian State yesterday. Another guy who's uh, putting together a solid sophomore season so far for NC State is uh, Jericho Helms. In fact, you can make the case prior to the Wake Forest game, the three games leading up to Wake Forest, he probably was NC State's hottest player and best player. And, of course, as you know, he took that tumble late in that Wake game back on December 7th, and uh, he suffered a concussion. So he's trying to work himself back into the rhythm that he had prior to that game. But uh, he's a heck of a player, and he brings the effort each and every time out for NC State. And uh, he had a chance last week, like the players, to go home. And for uh, Jericho Helms, home would be St. Louis. And I asked him about his holiday break. It was a great holiday break. Um, just got time to spend with my family. I uh, haven't seen my mom in a while. Um, so it's just good to see family and just be around love. So. Some guys like to take a break from basketball. I don't take you as being one of those guys. Is that correct? No, not really. Um, I, I probably took about a day off and then just got in the gym with uh, at my old high school, um, just trying to stay on top of my game and just trying to improve in all the things that I need to work on um, and just be ready for the second half of the season. Describe your level of frustration when you had to shut it down for about a week after the Wake Forest game. Um, it's, it's, it was real tough for me. I had to just be able to give myself a break and let my body recover. Um, and a lot of no's were <laughs> given to me about coming back on the court or even just dribbling the ball. Um, but I think for me um, right now, it's just trying to get back into the flow of things and, and just to get back on top of my game so I can help my team. Coach Keith says you're a rhythm guy, uh, and I think that showed up in the two games after you came back. How out of sync did you feel? Uh, it was more just trying to find my shot and find my place and what I needed to do for the team, and it just felt like I wasn't just in the flow of things. Um, but coach has been telling me just stay confident, stay working, um, and just believe in my game. Did you feel more like yourself in that last game, the Citadel? Yeah, I feel like I it was coming around, um, just getting the shots that I usually get, um, and they were, they were falling. Uh, some some of them missed, but that's just the way the ball rolls. But um, just trying to work on my mental and, and staying mentally strong. Is it easier to improve uh, individually and as a team this time of year? Because like when you next week, you guys aren't going to have classes. Yeah, um, 
I feel like for us, it's just staying on top of our, uh, our, 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 our job, and that's just to go out there and play basketball and uh, try to win as many games as we can. For you, if you focus solely on just playing hard and giving maximum effort, will everything else take care of itself? Yes, and uh, that's what Coach has been telling me. Just, just give effort on both ends of the floor, and your offense will take care of itself. And 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 like he said, the back of the uh, the name on the back of the jersey will will, will uh, benefit. One of the things that's always been impressive uh, about you, I think, especially this year, um, because NC State switches one through four. You're at the four. You switch off on point guards. You do a great job. Mm-hmm. But I see you in practice sometimes. You have to switch on switch off on Markel. Yes, Why is he difficult to guard? Uh, he's just a great guard. He's a he's a big he's a big OG, and he knows how to play the game and and get to his spots and uh, find people. He's he's a great player to play against to help you be able to guard other guards. Um, nobody's probably as good as Kale right now. I think he's the best guard in the ACC and uh, glad to have him on the team. How excited were you guys when uh, he got that triple-double last week? Very excited. He's, he, he works hard every day. Um, he's, a, he's a great guard, and he, just, he deserved it. Well, Jericho Hellams, one of five players averaging double figures for NC State, 10.5 points per game. His numbers have dropped off a little bit since he came back from that concussion, but he looks like he's ready to roll. And we were talking about uh, him being able to switch off on uh, point guards to KO. How much better does Mark L. Johnson make his teammates because they have to practice against him and, and defend him on a daily basis? Um, like I said, Markel is an elite guard, mm-hmm. you know, not just in the ACC but in the country, um, his ball skills, his shot-making ability, uh, his body control, his speed, um, his total package is something that they're not going to see every night. Um, so when they do have to switch off on him, it's a tough cover because uh, you're guarding a guy that can, can do a little bit of both. Uh, so it definitely helps those guys out. Uh, Jericho has improved his defense. Um, his foot speed's gotten better. Um, you know, he competes on that end of the floor. He takes it personal. So, uh, you know, for Jericho, it's helped him out. And uh, as a whole, it's helped our whole team out. Some guys get negatively negatively affected when the shots aren't going down and they let it impact other parts of their game. Has he kind of bought into that uh, thought process that Coach Keats has been pitching him that, hey, if you just play with high effort, you'll you'll get your points and you'll help your team win games? Yeah, and he's, st- he's trying to get back to that right now. Um, you know, a lot of guys, they define their uh, games by if the shot's going in or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him, he's trying to get back into the mode he was in uh, when he had that stretch where he was really hot uh, before he got hurt. So uh, we're trying to slowly get him back to that. Um, and, you know, he's shown flashes over the last couple games that he's getting back to that level of play. Speaking of offense, I did my homework. You averaged 27 points per game as a senior in high school. Is that correct? Yeah. How are you getting your points? I shot a lot of shots. A lot of threes? or A lot of threes. Yeah. A lot of threes, a lot of pull-ups. I was a jump shooter. So they were pretty much running clear outs and letting you kind of do your thing. Yeah. Yeah, but the competition wasn't great. <laughs> Takeo Sito, assistant coach for NC State, is our guest. One final segment coming up. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keese, presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. It's bow time at Bojangles. Come in today for our bold, craveable chicken supremes. At Bojangles, we believe chicken tenders should be full of flavor. That's why we don't serve chicken fingers, strips, or nuggets. We serve whole breast tenders with a one-of-a-kind spice you can only find at Bojangles. Our chicken supremes are the best. How else do you think they got their name? Hurry in for a chicken supremes combo with your choice of fixing a biscuit and a drink. Bojangles, it's bow time, y'all. It's time for the beautiful smile you've always wanted. Gladwell Orthodontics is thrilled to be a part of NC State's pack. Trust in Gladwell Orthodontics, North Carolina's number one Invisalign provider and top five in the nation. With three locations in Raleigh and Wake Forest, our doctors and staff are not just correcting smiles, we're perfecting them. Visit gladwellorthodontics.com to schedule your new patient appointment. Tell them you're a member of the pack and receive $500 off comprehensive treatment. Gladwell Orthodontics, experience the difference. 
Tony Haynes here with Brother Fountain of Fountain Financial Associates. Brother, it's prudent for all of us to develop strategies that lead to a secure financial future. How can you help us do that? Tony, people need help making important decisions about retirement income and getting the most out of their assets. We get you and your family prepared for your future. Coach Keats has a game plan, and so should you. Fountain Financial is local and provides face-to-face personal interaction. Fountain Financial Associates is the largest independent firm in southeastern North Carolina. Contact them at fountainfinancial.net. Hey, Pack fans, did you know over the past decade, Revels Chirp and Tractor and John Deere have provided chirp equipment to maintain the sports fields at NC State. They're pleased to feature new and pre-owned golf and sports chirp maintenance equipment. Revels Chirp and Tractor has a location in Myrtle Beach and their home base in Fuquay Verena or RevelsTractor.com. You're now able to provide the same field conditions that the Pack plays on each week with the help of Revels Chirp and Tractor. Revels Chirp and Tractor is proud to support Wolfpack Athletics. Need a triangle-based homegrown one-stop shop for printing books, flyers, manuals, magazines, posters, banners, signs and displays, and personalized marketing storefronts? Relax. DocuSource it. A proud sponsor of Wolfpack Athletics, DocuSource is an industry-leading commercial printing facility and marketing services provider and the printer of the Wolfpack Basketball Game Program. DocuSource. Smart people, smart ideas, smart technology, smart print. Call 919-459-5900 or visit them online at DocuSourceOfNC.com to experience the DocuSource difference today. What's the difference between good and great? Good tells you why they're better. Great proves it every day. At Great Clips, greatness isn't just in our name, it's in everything we do. From our highly skilled stylists to saving your haircut details and clip notes to saving you time with online check-in. Getting your haircut at Great Clips means never having to settle for good enough again. And with over 4,000 salons across the U.S. and Canada, it's easy to find a Great Clips location near you. Download our online check-in app today. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Final segment here, Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light. I'm Tony Haynes, and uh, joining us this week is NC State assistant coach K.O. Siddle. Clemson is coming up, and uh, the Tigers are 6-6. Six and six. They haven't played since December 22nd, but they will host Miami tomorrow night uh, down at Clemson. Now, one question I was going to ask you to K.O. about the App State game, you know, you, you go in feeling like you got to make some threes against pack line. If I tell you before the game that you're only 5 of 25 from 3 and Beverly and Andre between them go just 2 of 14 from long range, do you think NC State's going to have a struggle against that type of defense? Absolutely. Uh, but like I said, uh, offensive rebounding was was huge. Offensive rebounding, I think, won that game for us. We dominated the class. And with shooters like Beverly and Andre, even when they're struggling, do they still have – with the green light, no matter what, oh, if the absolutely. shots are available. Absolutely. I think Bra- Braxton took maybe 12, 13 threes. Yeah. I mean. He made his first two and missed nine in oh, a row, yeah. I think. Yeah, those guys have the ultimate green light to shoot. Uh, look at their percentages. Both of them are right, hovering right around 40. Um, I think Braxton's yeah. at 39 uh-huh. and, and um, Pat's at 41. Yeah. Those guys have the green light. They're two of the best shooters in the country. And probably the worst thing you can do as a coach is discourage a shooter from shooting, right? Absolutely. That's a bad message. Yeah. <laughs> so those guys those guys know they have the green light, and when they're missing, they got to keep firing away. Wow, it's going to be an interesting two months here to KO in the ACC. It just looks like it's so balanced this year. Uh, any number of teams could probably go get it and win the regular season title and end up as the number one seed when we get to Greensboro in March for the ACC tournament. But you look at the ACC and then compare it to the rest of college basketball, does the conference kind of mirror what's going on nationally right now with all the parity we see? It does. Uh, if I had to pick or think about a dominant team, um, you know, you think about Gonzaga. Uh, Kentucky Kentucky showed well last week. Um you know, maybe a couple more, but outside of those handful of teams, I think, you know, it's wide open um, nationally. And then in the ACC, I, I don't think there's a dominant team in our league. So, uh, you know, it's wide open. It's wide open. I, you, you normally have your Dukes and, and UNCs and uh, UVAs. Um, Duke is, is doing well right now. Carolina's a little down. Uh, UVA, uh, they lost a lot off the national championship team. But outside of those couple teams it's wide open yeah well you've got the scout for Clemson coming up here on Saturday and again they haven't played since December 22nd they lost to Yale 54-45 they are struggling to score the ball because they've lost some talent on their previous teams 
But even going back to the days when Brad Brownell was the head coach at UNC Wilmington, to me, one thing that has remained consistent when you play one of his teams, you're not going to get a lot of easy baskets. How good a job do they do on the defensive end? Well, they do a really good job. Um, they're physical. They have great size. Um, and, and that's the emphasis for them. Uh, you know, just from watching them, they're not um, great offensively, but they, they run a lot of sets. Uh, so that's tough for us to prepare against. But defensively is what they they hang their hat on their defense, and, and they make it tough on you to score. And it's a lot like, um, you know, what we just saw yesterday against App State. They're going to play pack line. Uh, they're going to try to be physical with us. They're going to try to punk us. Um, it'll be hard for us to get offensive rebounds. So uh, beating blockouts is huge for us. But it's going to be it's going to be a tough game. So offensively, we have to have an understanding of what we're trying to do. They're going to hit you. You got to hit back, right? That's what Coach back. Keith says. Hey, 46 percent of their shots are from three point range. So they've kind of changed character on offense, haven't they? They have uh, shooting the ball a lot quicker than normal. Um, they have some skill guys, uh, one through five, that can that can stretch the uh, stretch the floor out, and uh, it'll present a challenge for us. They're making about nine a game, and not shooting a great percentage, but uh, we know that we have to guard the three-point line because that's a huge part of what they do. Excellent job. Thanks for spending time with you. That's good to be here. Settle, assistant coach for NC State. We thank you for listening tonight. Our producer on site has been David Bodlin. Kyle Winchester is the general manager and executive producer of Wolfpack Sports Properties, Clemson and NC State. Coming up Live on Saturday. from Jimmy V's, Osteria and Bar. We'll this has been Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats. Presented by Coors Light. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. When you are stocking up for game day, be sure to grab a Coke and share it with a friend. Share a Coke and go pack. And by Sheraton Raleigh Hotel. When in Raleigh, stay where the Wolfpack stay. The preceding has been a production of Wolfpack Sports Properties, a joint venture of Learfield, IMG College, and Capital Broadcasting Company.